Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Ask TNA Day, and on this month's episode, can I learn to like the texture of cum? Then, how long do I need to wait for him to get over his ex? And finally, what do you think about men wearing women's underwear? You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Alrighty, episode 126, because sex isn't ever just about sex, right, A? You know it. It's so complicated, but in a good way. Complex. It's complex, and, uh, you know, sex is a great teacher. Um, Okay. I just want to say last week's episode, I feel like is like unlocking the treasures of life for me because which 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 episode about um, about cuddle sanctuary and and the need for physical touch. And if you are actually getting your quota of physical touch met every day, how much more balanced is your mindset and the decisions you're making for yourself? Are you not getting enough touch tea? Is this no. why it's up on your oh, it's, mind? Oh, well, yeah. It's, well, there's always a yo-yo. <laughs> it's a yo-yo. And so how do you create consistency? Yeah. You know, the same way do that you, you try to... cuddler. Yeah, the same way you try to work out regularly and, have, you know, all these things. I have cuddle sessions with Gigi in the morning. Your dog. Our mascot. Yeah, my dog. Yeah, our mascot. Oh, I'm going to post a little video of a little that dog. That gives me an oxytocin boost. I think she appreciates it, too. The day is not right if we don't start with cuddling. Okay, so a couple things. Um, I am getting closer to my departure to Europe, and I am putting it out there to you guys. I because I will be writing uh, about masculinity and femininity, and I would love to hear from you because I'm gathering a bunch of research materials right now. And if you have read anything throughout your life or come across anything you felt was really insightful about this topic, I would love to hear what it is. So um, you can let me know, please, um, by going to my website, stephanieallen.com. You can email me there, follow me on social, get a hold of me there. Um, You can also join the newsletter. And um, that's the easiest way for me to have direct communication with you. And uh, there's also a free video when you sign up for the newsletter about the number one thing that will change your relationship with the opposite sex immediately. Ooh, <laughs> we like that. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, and also because you're listening to the advice episode, if you have any questions and you're thinking, how do I get, you know, my questions answered, you can write us at advice at tatalksex.com. Uh, and I just wanted to thank our listeners who do write us in to let us know that they listen to some episodes. Um, David wrote that he uh, he said, I'm listening to your submission podcast. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, a friend called me a service top and A's partner sounds like one too. It's kind of like a caretaker. And what you said about the desire to make sure that one's partner has a great journey is definitely part of it, at least for me. Um, I love noticing the little things that give hints of what would make that person feel pleasure. Uh, so anyway, I liked that a lot. Just a sort service of, topper. Yeah, service top. My yeah. ex-partner. He's no longer my partner. I think that's, I know, I know. As as time flies, yeah. I feel like that's like episode 79 or something. I mean, you have to scroll back. Maybe, yeah, do a search for TNA talk sex submission and you'll, you'll You'll find find it. it. Uh, But, but learned a lot. I mean, it's definitely affected my relationships moving forward. Well, because I observe like, what is it that I really want out of a partner? I like someone who, for me personally, I like someone who's still sort of 
publicly assertive or present and but then kind of yeah like a service to me in <laughs> as a lover so I don't know yeah no I, I agree it's a I think it's um I feel that it's very natural and inherent to the dynamic between masculine and feminine personally and it's a big turn on for me also Anthony wrote in and uh about uh referring to our sub- um, submission our, our posture episode he said really liked your latest show about posture as this is something I've had issues with for a long time so thanks Anthony yeah well that was uh that was just two shows ago yeah yeah and we have our lumo lift that we're playing with <laughs> about to start the competition yeah start the posture challenge Okay, so moving on to our first question. Let me pull it up here. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, so here we go. E writes in, first off, I just want to say that I love your podcast and I enjoy listening to it. Thank you. It has already helped me tremendously in my sex and relationship life. So here's my dilemma. I am in a current wonderful relationship for the past three months. Our sex life is incredible and he's opened doors for me in ways I never knew possible. My issue is that although I love giving blowjobs, the fear of getting him off all the way to coming terrifies me. Now he usually just pulls me up and we have sex to finish him off, but I want to be able to finish a man off if for some reason I can't have sex or not feeling well enough too. How do I get past the fear of it? What scares me the most is the texture of the cum, not the taste. Any advice would be great. Thanks again. <laughs> uh, what know, are your thoughts? Team? Yeah, immediately I thought, well, necessity creates change. <laughs> so <laughs> I almost thought, well, as soon as you're not feeling well or unable to have sex and you're, you know, doing it, there's there's nothing like ripping the Band-Aid off than doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sensory adaptation for sure. I think the more mm. you do something, the more like you... Comfortable you become with it. Yeah. But there's a couple things that come up. One is... Um, the fear of something is off is always scarier than the actual thing. So I think what's happening is, you know, there's the anticipation and because you know that it's there and it's in your head, it's now become this thing, right? Yeah, this so, big like murky monster. Right. And this snowball effect happens and then you can't overcome it. So I feel like this is kind of a Zen mind situation, like mind over matter. And I feel like your thoughts are really important here. So like when you're going down on him and the thoughts start going, um, if you, the more like it can first start out as a little seed and the more you will put your attention on those thoughts and let them grow, it's going to become this huge snowball. So the counter effect of that is to shift the attention of where your mind is going. And, and like when that thought comes through, don't let it get stuck in your head and like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, and then right. focusing on that and then I, just yeah. refocus on like his penis and his what pleasure. it feels like and put your hand somewhere on him and feel the hairs like get out of your head and into the arousal the, experience. Ar- yeah. And like the body and just don't let your head psych you out. Yeah. Like if I, when I'm uh, performing oral, <laughs> uh, I really love how you can feel all the little like nuanced, you know, I don't know. Curves of the penis. Curves of the penis. But I was going to say sort of like when it spasm, like you feel the muscle spasm or like they get a little harder or right. right, And, and, and you, and all the, and, but also the texture, yeah, the way like moving your tongue around the penis and really exploring it in detail, um, creates such a pleasurable experience where you're not in your head and you're thinking about, 
or or I guess more accurately, your mind is focused on um, something else. Well, yeah, the the details of it, the details of the pleasure. I think it's about right. staying focused on the pleasure. And the reason I think it's interesting because she's saying, E saying, you know, I I want to I want to be able to do it, but I have fear, and it's and it's like, well, um, the hardest part is done. The will is there. <laughs> yes, yes, but I wonder if there's also sort of this block of. You know, if, if you're more worried about the pleasure, then the actual coming inside your mouth is a little less important. Like it's that's not maybe like kind of where the again, the focus is being put. And wait, I, wait hold on a second. You mean like she doesn't need to get herself? To, is that what you're saying? She doesn't need to get herself to a place where she can handle the cum in her mouth? Well, yeah, that that. But well, I think I think I just mean also this sort of focal point that somehow she's not doing it right if she can't finish him and and all of this. I why well, I, I am jumping around a little. I well, I don't think she's saying that you, she's not doing it right. I think it's just. I mean, I get it. Like you want to. She wants to. She wants. Well, can to I be because it's a great experience. Well, let me say this. I actually don't love swallowing. It's not my thing. I don't really do it. Really? I mean, I have done it. I have and kind of for the reason she's saying it's like well let me cross the bridge right. <laughs> like I you know all right it's not gonna kill me I can do it um but uh I don't love it and the times that I did I would kind of try to make sure it hit the back of the throat went straight down so that I didn't taste it that is a helpful thing is putting it yeah like having it hit the back of the throat I I started off yeah like it's always like it had always been an awkward like okay I'll do it you know but um but now I really I enjoy it and I, I and I think because for me having their come, like when it's someone that I'm intimate with, it's it's like that you feel passionate about. Yes, it's I like like ingesting them. You yeah. know, well and the same it's way a very he does intimate thing. The yeah. same way he does me, right? If he's down on me, like I the men that I have that intimacy with, they yeah they like my taste and flavor and right. Um, I have an experience with this also with kind of you know you guys know that I you know I enjoy dating older men. There is, there does sometimes, if I'm being honest, sometimes there are things that I experience bodily where my brain, my like my computer program <laughs> gives me signals of like, ew, gross. You know, if it's like fleshy skin or like, um, or really dry or things that are just sensorially, um, it's not like this young, hot body, you know? And the thing is, is that I'm able to separate it. Like I'm able to see that, oh, that's just my mind activating. And so I get over it. It kind of in this way that I just explained, like I focus on the other things. I focus on my pleasure. I focus on connecting with him through his heart or whatever. Like I don't, I just don't let it snowball, you know? And like, if it's like, oh God, and then that, and then that, and then that, and then that. Like I don't let it escalate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of, but okay, let's say this. Is there a process in coming to enjoy the texture of the cum? I, you know, that's her literal question. And I have to say, first of all, diet can make a difference on like, well, not texture, well, but taste. flavor. Yeah, but I feel like that's a big part of it. But texture is, again, it's, it is about focus. It's just the way that you, the way that you perceive it. Do you, and I think it's rather than thinking, oh, I have this thing that I have to do to give my partner pleasure. And I know I want to give my partner pleasure, so I'm going to do it. It's more like, what could be cool about the, com you know, when it, when you have successfully gotten this person off and yeah, and you, and having them in your mouth and, um, and kind of creating a full experience, you know, f to be honest, I would take it to the next level, which is maybe you kiss him after yeah. or you, or yeah. it's, it's, uh, you know, and then you're sharing it and you're not the only one. This, I don't the know texture. about that. I don't know. It's, a, it's a, like, okay. 
I'm a fan it. of the guys I've been with. They like that. Okay. No, all, I'm not all saying of the no, guys I've been with. Just, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, I, when I was thinking about this, I was like, okay, well, you know, the behavior therapy or like sensory adaptation would be just like slowly get yourself, like, have them come on your stomach and play with it. But, or like, yeah. put it in your tongue. No, but I thought about this and I'm like, no, I don't think for me, like, if I put myself in that situation, I'm like, I don't think that would work because for me, when cum is cold, you know, and it's like so much more it's there's like a barrier like like licking it off of his body. It would be hard for me. Oh, like yeah. Okay. Having, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but let like me having him in my mouth like directly is like a completely different well, story and, you, and much easier. And you can just swallow it really quickly if you don't want to play with it. Let me I, I have to say this. I um, I prefer the cum on my stomach because I kind of like playing with it. I mean, I with say hands. Yeah, or just, or I call it the come hug. I like them to hug yeah, me after. I like and that feel too, it, it glues our, you together. Yeah, and feel it between our stomachs and stuff like that. And so my point being, I actually really get pleasure out of that. So I'm, With your so, hands though, but I'm thinking she's, it's an oral No, I know, but her. what I'm saying is I don't love swallowing cum. I'm saying I don't love to receive it in my mouth. I do love receiving it on my stomach and hugging mm, after. Right. And so maybe that's okay. So what I'm saying is, can she, What what does she love? What right. if we kind of reverse the question and rather than like, how do I get myself to acquiesce, which you can, you, you can, can also, you, you can, can shift because- your focus and enjoy it, but maybe you just do it occasionally and it's not your favorite thing. What is something that you would enjoy? Yeah, I guess my thing is just, be- I yes, I think that's good advice. I, I guess I just, because she wants to, I feel like the only barrier here is her computer program and it's just a matter of shifting the program, you know, and to me that's just biology and that's brain stuff and and that's shift, you know, you know, it is practice, and it's um, it's continued, yeah, continued Look, um, exposure and effect and uh, redirecting your thoughts because your thoughts are what's going to create the program, the fear. Because it's not such a big deal. The, well, the other thing is, look, I've I have received the cum in my mouth, and I'll spit it out into the trash can or the bathroom. I don't I don't necessarily swallow. You but you hold it in your mouth and you go to the bathroom uh-huh. to spit. That sounds much more awful than just like it. I don't know. Take I don't know. Putting I don't it down my it. The th- that would gross <laughs> me out if I am like, oh, I got a mouthful of cum. Let me run to the bathroom real quick, and then I have to like disengage from the intimate. Imp- I no, know. but you know how there's there's the uh, when it lands in your mouth. There's sort of it's like when you drink sour milk. Not that it's not that comes like sour milk. I you know, but I'm saying something in your mouth that you're not excited about. You hold it in your mouth until you get to the. You <laughs> okay, I will say, I will say it. I don't like swish it around my mouth. I think I definitely do the approach of like I put it in the back of my throat. Whoa! Now we're getting honest. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not like oh, taking like a mouth bath. Of but cum. I'm sure there people do. I sure, yeah. Well, I'm sure. actually, and I've been with guys where they eat their own cum. I've been, I've been with them too, and, and that's and that's great too. I like it's like hot. It. Yeah, I, I like it too. But if she's trying to get to a place because she wants him, she wants to be able to handle him coming in her mouth, then um, you, yeah, like you can like the back. I think you're right, T. I think the back of the throat thing is really helpful. Maybe start there. Yeah. Yeah, because kinda, you don't it's like, like a it's, shot. Slam it back, <laughs> like tequila down. <laughs> I kind of do approach it that way. Oh my, really? Yeah, I like cum. I, I mean, again, I'm not gonna, I'm not taking a bath in it, but what it means to me, it's like, like I want, like it's like it is their life force symbolically. You know, yeah, it I is. mean, really, essentially. But I like the whole symbolism of it. I, I agree. I agree with you symbolically. I am a fan. <laughs> 
truly. <laughs> but you know, what's funny is the way that I enjoy. So I agree with you, the life force. And I mean, I already said it, but I like it when they pull me up and kiss me and it makes me feel accepted in my gesture to them. And it, it kind of creates this full circle feeling of pleasure for me. Like, oh, they're excited and rewarding me for doing that for them. Yeah, no, that's that's nice for sure. I mean, um, yeah, I, much more than like if they're trying to avoid you. because <laughs> it's like, I don't think okay. I've had anyone do that. I think I've had some people who have been like, they don't avoid, but they're definitely not like... They're not excited about tasting themselves. Right. They don't want... They're not like kissy kissy, you know? <laughs> you know? Well, let me say this. I think when I was younger, I wasn't kissy kissy and they weren't right. kissy kissy. But now that I'm more open and I find I find they are. And I also... I don't know if it's a threshold thing for men and men and women, but as a woman, I find that men are willing to go there when I'm willing to go there. Yeah. And I, I find that too. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't... I'm not... I actually I feel like women... I would love for our listeners to write in if they've had ex- if the men have had experiences where um, you try that with the woman and is she resistant? Sorry, try what specifically? Well, any anything where like kind of you haven't cut. Well, that's interesting. If you haven't gotten like that permission of like kissing her after, after. you went down on her, like I think that's a that's oh, a big oh, thing. Oh. That's a big thing where men kind of are ner- you know, and often they'll you know, well you wipe your face maybe between her legs. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I appreciate. That. I don't want it Especially to be there's like completely a bunch of spit, wet. You know, yeah, yeah, I don't love that, but but I like I do like the smell, the faint smell of myself when they kiss me. Sure, and stuff. yeah, I, the, yeah. But I think there's some women who are gonna go, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you no way right and it's just like there are men yeah but i i'm i feel like it might be higher percentage that women get turned off and what i'm saying is Mm. that men are like cool she's getting dirty yeah Mm. like they're more game for it and women are kind of censoring themselves more and having kind of these persnickety like this makes me uncomfortable gross right just like the swallowing of the cum maybe so let us know guys if you've had those experiences or, or and the women, whatever you guys are feeling on that subject, does it make your skin crawl? Or are you like, yeah? Uh, okay, so we're gonna take a break, and yeah. then we're gonna come back and um, and talk about emotional baggage in a relationship. Yes. You- when? How long do I wait before I? How long do I wait for him to get over his ex? Yeah. Or do this I need to move on? It's a complicated question. It is complicated. So we're going to hash it out. And then we have naughty men in panties conversation after. Yeah. All right. Uh, guys, write us at advice at tatalksex.com if you want to chime in on the conversation or have your own questions. And, uh, and Stephanie. And if you um, have any suggestions on some research material for the topic of masculinity and femininity that have been interesting to you, I would love to hear about that. And you can contact me at stephanieallen.com. That would be very helpful. Thanks. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Welcome back. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And uh, question number two. Question number two. Uh, Okay. T writes us. Not to be confused with this T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a different pair of tits. Uh, Rhoda then said, uh, just when I was going to take a break from dating apps, I connected with this guy. He wasn't my usual type, so I didn't think it would work, but I stayed in the game. After our initial connection was made, we exchanged numbers that day, and shortly after, we planned our first date. We've been dating ever since. Randomly, about three weeks ago, Thanksgiving weekend, he said that he's not ready for anything serious because he's not emotionally over his ex. 
They broke up because she cheated on him and he felt she was using him for his money. We have still been dating even though he's not yet ready for a serious relationship. Though now I feel like since he said that, I'm constantly having to prove that I'm not going to cheat on him or use him for his money. I'm a very independent woman and haven't asked him for anything other than his time. I even purchased pricey tickets to a show that we both like to prove that I can stand on my own two feet. Mind you, we haven't even had sex yet. So my question is, how long should I wait for him to be emotionally moved on from his ex? Or how long is too long for me to wait for the serious change before I should let him go? I know that there's no definite answer, but any help would be appreciated. Thanks in advance. T. Not this team. Yeah, um, we won't we won't name where all, all that good stuff. Okay, so, so many things come up for me. Um, maybe because I was just sort of in a similar dynamic where I was waiting for the guy that I was dating for a long time to handle his ex- sort of sort of semi ex situation breaking up right they are in the midst of a breakup and you know and you intercepted and I intercepted <laughs> we met at that time and it was a long thing anyway so I'm like okay I'll stick around and give this a chance and you know I'll give it x amount of time and whatever so my experience with this is and you're not gonna like it T but I think the best thing would be to go to leave no because here's the reason it's that okay because i'm thinking that for him by him being with you it's this is what it sounds like to me him being with you and hanging out is um you he doesn't want to be alone right of course and um and he's enjoying your company and he doesn't have to yeah face the loneliness and so that feels good to him but by him saying that he's not ready for anything he's not ready for anything (laughs) you know and i feel like we can be very generous, uh, especially when we want something to happen. But I just don't think his mindset is going, I just don't see it changing from like him being with you where he's not ready for something. And then all of a sudden it's going to change with you and he's going to be ready for something. So I think, I think you should go. And here's the thing I also know for sure about men when they want something, they want something and they are persistent and relentless. Well, and also if he isn't that type of person, then maybe you don't even want to, then you maybe don't want to be with someone like but that. But I feel like if you were to say goodbye now and months down the road when he is ready and you had an impact on him and he really liked you and wants to be with you, he will come find you. I think he'll also... I actually have to say I agree. I, I think, but but I don't think it's walk away. Hey, you didn't give me what I need, no, and no. you won't commit, so I'm out. You know, no. I think it's I think it's more this, yeah, a gentle, open communication approach, which says, hey, sure. you know, you really communicated to me that you're not ready, and um, and I f- I feel like you can say kind of what you said to us, which is like, you know, I I. I feel like I'm having to prove myself to you that I'm not going to betray you like this other partner. And I'm really excited that I met you and I really would love for something to be, but I feel like maybe you need some time to process it and, and you know where to find me when you're ready. Yes. Good. Yeah, I agree. Um, and may I also point out that maybe team, not UT, um, yeah, listener right. T. <laughs> um, we should have picked a, maybe a different letter, I know, yeah, we will. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, can may I may I say that and yeah again maybe you didn't put this in your letter but it does sound like I'm a little not disturbed but like you are going out of your way to prove these things where I think that 
it sounds like it's coming from your own insecurity where because it doesn't sound like he's actually expressed that he's afraid that you're going to do that to him necessarily and so you know what i mean and so so it sounds like you're on you're already like putting yourself out to try to prove to him but i would say knock it off yeah, like it's not your responsibility to not do that. Not your responsibility. I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's sweet and I think it's noble and generous, but I would maybe, and again, maybe you just didn't put this in the letter, but I think this would just beg more communication. Yeah, yeah, I like your point though. I think women have a tendency to uh, readily martyr themselves before it's even been asked of them. Yeah. Uh, I think we've done it. You yeah. know, I have past experience. Me and too. actually, yeah. what this brings up for me is um, my long term ex. There was a lot of conflict around money that became an issue. And um, and uh, I don't think I always communicated as clearly as I needed to. And I think um, it created it created issues. But it, I, it's it's in the ballpark of what you're talking about. Like, I would try to prove myself and I would try to accommodate because I didn't want him to think I was this kind of person. And, you know, all these projections that aren't true to our dynamic and our context, right? So every context is different for how money is exchanged and why and whatever his reasons were for supporting the previous partner, you know, uh, it's unfortunate that he felt stung by it. And I, and that's something that he definitely needs to process, but you don't need to prove yourself. Yeah. Do you? I, I don't know. I, I agree. I mean, I, yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, you're already, you're not that kind of person. So I think, I mean, I think having awareness about it and like, if you end up in a situation where, yeah, I think being aware about and, that. Well, you're right. But the communication not, of you can not go out of your way. Well, you to, can, yeah, you can acknowledge it too and say, I don't want you to feel like I'm going to take advantage of you in that way. And I guess, you know, one other thing, if T, if you don't have the power or the strength to leave or you, it doesn't feel authentic if you feel like this is you know you're just drawn and you know i want to be with it yeah you, or you like that you want the baby blanket too yeah great fine you know we all like we all have to we have we to go have down needs. different journeys and that's you know what's right so do what feels right and if that's staying in it then i would just advise yeah stop putting yourself out um over stop extending yourself and i would open up more communication with him about um maybe about the issues that have not specifically the ex but maybe the hurt around it and get him get you yeah. guys communicating about it well and also even that you know it's causing you anxiety like you wrote us in you know you wrote in to us because because it's unclear and he and you're trying to accommodate him so maybe saying you know letting him know that yeah you're making that effort and you're and you feel stress around misstepping so you know that allows him to address it uh i also thought it was interesting that you all have not had sex yet oh right we've didn't did we not mention was that no not it's in the it's in her letter okay. so i'm just a, i'm just noting it i i think the kind of cool part is you haven't bonded your right. body and soul and emotions to this person and yet. And um, that could be the saving grace of you stepping out politely. Right. I will say, though, on the flip side, if I'm dealing with myself, I hate to let go. Like you're desiring that connection because you're curious now. You have that itch. I know, but I think it's going to hurt and be so much harder after you've made that bond. Yeah. So don't I would say don't like if if you're having these issues now, like, yeah, especially babe. if you want something serious, like if you're if you're genuinely and I say genuinely 100 percent authentically OK with having a casual, no strings attached relationship with this man move great, then have a physical relationship and that's fine. But 
be honest with yourself. Well, I would say the fact that they haven't had sex yet. Um, Indicates that you want something serious. Yeah. 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 So honor that. Stay right. true to it. Yeah. And bounce. And you will find what you're looking for. Yeah. Masturbate tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Free yourself. <laughs> you can cuddle Gigi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cuddle a friend. Ask a friend to hold your hand while you watch a movie um, to <laughs> alleviate the pressure. Um, I oh, I wanted to note, this was one tiny little detail in the, in the letter as well, um, that, you know, you said he wasn't my usual type, so I didn't think it would work, but I stayed in the game. And it's not to... Mm. I, I don't know if there's truth in this, um, Steph, A, mm-hmm. I'd be interested in what you have to say about it. But when I look back on the relationships I've had, mm-hmm. I have called it at the top of show, if you will. <laughs> um, and, and it's not to say that I shouldn't have gone. I'm glad I went on the journey and I had something to learn. But right. I knew where there was and wasn't compatibility. Yes. Already. <sighs> yeah. And if there are things you can work on or acknowledge and the person's willing to adapt, then okay but i don't know just noting like i i'm curious what are the reasons that he wasn't your type and are they compatibility reasons are they chemistry reasons and it may not even be reasons that you can identify it may just be gut instinctual instinctive i always say instinctive it's big (sighs) adjective versus adverb argument i anyway (laughs) the but i will say though that when we're coming from a place of and I'm not being offensive, but if it sounds to like you maybe are in a place of you really wanting to find a relationship and wanting someone to date. And when we're trying to not in a desperate place, when we're trying to make something work, um, you'll make sacrifices. You shouldn't totally. It just takes us down a dark path. And yes, um, Christina T (laughs) like we will always learn something always, 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 (laughs) no matter what path we go down. But (laughs) You know, if we have the signs ahead and we're just not listening to them, we might have been able to perhaps choose a brighter path to yeah. learn our journey. Uh, Do we have any advice for her in the in dating in general? I mean, she's been kind of on these apps and not feeling a lot of satisfaction from them. I can't, I, you know, these apps are a disaster. I don't know how anyone. Lives I get their overwhelmed. Life. Like to I've be only honest, been on one. I don't know how to and, tell anyone apart. I find it overwhelming. And I just I'm so anti it. You know, what's a better but, dating tactic. Start Uber driving. <laughs> <laughs> or Lyft driving and the people that get in your they car right so you. dynamic not only that but you could pick the neighborhoods <laughs> that are geographically desirable LA, to very you very important well wherever she she's actually in the, in the middle middle America uh-huh. uh, but you can tailor your experience I've been asked out twice in uh, I dabbled in the Uber driving and uh, I got you know in theory two dates handsome interesting guys just saying and it's such a casual way of meeting <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and you earn money while you yeah. get to personally interview these men a profitable date I'm, that's actually i am for women this. i'm yeah. very behind women this. get asked out all the time right like yeah. you're always kind of deflecting well get to know them in your uber <laughs> 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 i don't know i just offer like i do believe in opening yourself up to different and new experiences that allow you to meet people who are possibly good matches rather than you know, if you, I think a dating app in a way is like going to a, an untailored, well, people would argue the other opposite, that you're going to the dating app because in fact you can tailor what you're looking for. But um, on that note, be really hella specific. Like, I, what do you want? And don't go on a date with someone that's just somewhere in the middle. Right. I think it's, I think it's about having fierce, fierce boundaries and not go, it's in going, hmm, well, and then you bend things to make it work, which yeah. maybe is what's happening here. Um, but then I think it's also, 
I feel like people just behave differently from my experience, my very limited experience with this, with one dating app that I have been on. But um, yeah, the beha- the human behavior is just so different. And I don't know how representative it really is of who these people really are, because there's like the digital persona, you know, in the way they treat people. And then I hope there's a real persona that is different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems that oh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, I, well, I don't know. It's the real human experience, like when I'm sad, when I'm happy, when I get upset about things, like none of that's on social media. Right. Not yeah. the full range. Yeah. So, so I think that's good advice. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to note one final thing. Okay. You, interestingly, A, when you were reading the letter and she mentioned that right after Thanksgiving, he said that he wasn't mm. quite over the ex. Mm-hmm. Uh, you instinctively went, I was <gasps> like, oh, he saw the ex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> over the holiday. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. You know, I have a fr- I have so many stories. It sounds of like friends. emotions got stirred. Exactly. So maybe it's, you know, letting those settle again or whatever. But. I will say kudos to him for being honest with yeah. you about like, you know, how he went home. It, whatever happened, he came back to you and said, listen, I'm just not here's where I am, you know, and well, and by the way, I think it can feel heartbreaking. But the truth is that you're right. Kudos to him for doing that. And the fact is, he's giving you information mm-hmm. for you to now make a, a strong and good decision for yourself, mm-hmm. which brings us back to all the advice that we just gave, <laughs> uh, settling into what it is that you really want and stepping away so that, you know, he can meet you where you he can meet you at your level. Yeah. You don't need to start bending for him. You know, and I don't know um, what the spiritual laws are behind this, but I will say that I have consistently found that whenever I really, truly honor my own boundaries, you know, and if it is the case that you find that you are looking for something serious and you're going to step away and let him come to you when he's ready, I feel like like the world responds to that. You oh know? yeah, there'll be and like plate like, shifts. Ha- I feel like, yeah, exactly because you're telling the world what you want and what you're ready for, and then like something comes back to you full force as opposed to allowing yourself to cross your boundaries and try to make something work that's not quite right for you. Then it, you're sending the opposite message that you're willing so. to sacrifice yourself. Right. Cool. All right, we are gonna take another break, and then we will come back and answer this uh, really fun question of. About, but also serious. I mean, yes. No, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm. I guess because I'm sort of titillated and I like it. So we're gonna talk about that, uh, talk which about is it. this question about men. I guess it's cross dressing yeah, or what wearing do you think about men wearing women's panties. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll tell you our thoughts. We'll be right back. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T and I'm A. And we're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're ready for our next question. Um, okay, so B writes in, so I think I might be into wearing panties. My wife of 20 years is pretty game when it comes to most things. We've been pegging for almost a year now. But for some reason, this feels even more taboo. I've only done it twice now for just a few minutes. She does not know. What do you think about men wearing women's underwear? Full disclosure, I am a white cis male, identify as straight, but seeing two guys rubbing up on each other doesn't send me running for the Bible or anything. Ooh, juicy. Okay. Well, I have some experience with this. You do? Well, I had a client once who was a straight uh, straight guy, uh, probably about the same age, and he 
um, he was very nervous about asking me if he would be, if I would be okay with him wearing women's panties during a, uh, a sensual massage. And I, yeah, I mean, I had never done anything like that, but I, sure. Why, why would I care? <laughs> you know, if yeah. it feels good to you. So, um, <laughs> so, so I, it was, it was fun. It was fun for me because I, he enjoyed it so much. And this was a unique person because he was, um, almost like a superhuman like very very sensitive with his skin his whole body like I'm like you could literally barely touch his skin and it would send him into shivers like really what? intense this is me I know but like but okay. but Christina like a thousand times more intense than you it was okay. really that's what I mean like I've been X-Men superhero on, I've been working on becoming more like that like it's this it was this crazy cool. so so for him it was a sensory experience of feeling the texture of the ah. panties i mean we didn't go into deep deep um analysis about it or, or talking about it but that's what he described um, but did you sort of play with we the did. underwear lines and stuff so I did. you sort so, of felt more aware of them on yeah like it, so at some point during the session he um he would grab them or you know put them on at some point and then yeah, so it was me. I would play with him through the panties, snap them against him, yeah. rub myself on him, you know. With them on. With them on, right. Yeah, well, I ask because, you know, I like it when my male partner does that with me if I'm wearing them. Right. You know, and plays with the underwear on me. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like there's a lot of similarity. So there's a lot of, sure, there's a lot of pleasure to be had playing with the undies. What do I think about men wearing women's panties? Um I, I think, I mean, how you can't judge anything, right? I mean, I don't feel so. I think if it's something that you're interested in and curious about, I think you have to honor that. Yeah. Um, I think rather than repress it. Yeah. Um, I don't think repression is ever the right a, a choice. positive. I think thing. that um, I, a couple things come up for me about his relationship with his wife, right? And why he would feel afraid to bring it up that it feels somehow that seems natural, though. Well, yes, of course. And so always the um, the answer, the problem to the with well, sorry, the solution to the problem is the problem to the solution. Yeah, <laughs> make the problem the solution. Oh God, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, but it's it's exposing your vulnerability towards her about about the discomfort, like that you're afraid she's going to judge it, right? But it also it dawned on me. Perhaps you picked up on this, A, but when he said pegging, I thought maybe he meant pegging her, but I, she's pegging, pegging him. him. That's what pegging is. Yeah. Right. Right. So, well, both. Right. The mm-hmm. any any. But um, I wondered if his fear is, does that make, make me right? Am I? Or, yeah. And is that going to alienate her? Is she going to start going, oh, my God. And is it a sliding scale where all of a sudden, you know, he's in a place where he wants to experiment with men and he's married? Um, I, you know, I'm right. And and I wonder it's it's maybe that is a fear, but but maybe but again honoring it and going there is is the only way through, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're right, okay, let, let's address let's address it. Let's, yeah, the larger. If that is uh, from what we can gather from the from your email, if that is the big fear of like what end road is this going to take me down? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, baby steps don't well, project I'm just too saying, far. Like, right, and also worst if that's your worst case scenario, the it's not that bad. Like, I guess what I'm saying is it's a journey. Yeah, if you're being pulled down the road, you can't. It's a road you have it. to go down, right? You well, can't, and the more like, honest and open you are with your wife, and the more you, chances you give her to be supportive, the more likely you are to maintain your dynamic. And something that comes to mind for me, 
I I don't run away when I see two guys rub against each other either. It kind of turns <laughs> me on, right? So who's to say it wouldn't turn on your wife? And right. statistically, we know like women in general are, are physically, biologically more aroused by um, various sexual acts, you know, where whereas men are a little more hardwired. So right. so I guess my point being, you know, maybe the road it leads down is that you two watch mixed porn together or, you know, and kind of get each other off watching men rub each other. Yeah. Um, but that's further down the road. I mean, right now you want to play with wearing underwear. Maybe you both wear fun underwear and kind of tease each other in the ways I'm talking about, which is, you know, rubbing against the fabric and, and playing with the sensations of it. Can I say this one thing came to mind where, um, and I, and I will say this because I related it to an experience I had when I was going through my exploration of submission and BDSM and stuff. But I, I would say because this is a new development for you, um, and because, as we say on the show, sex isn't ever just about sex, I would maybe wonder, I, w- I would encourage you to maybe dive into what what it is that you're actually needing. And I'm not saying to do this in order to make this go away. I'm encouraging you to do this so that you understand or maybe maybe some part of your psyche is trying to tell you or indicate something that is missed elsewhere in your life as well. For example, maybe uh, I don't know. I'm just this is just an, an example, but maybe wearing panties makes you feel um adored more maybe you're looking for the adoration or the praise for your physicality i i don't know yeah, and so maybe or the feminine like, like receiving from your wife right more. right and so maybe you aren't receiving in your life in other areas and maybe this is a manifestation of that um so i only say that to encourage you to make sure that you're getting your needs met everywhere yeah. and that maybe this is an indicator of that i don't right. know yeah and and maybe and maybe it is a solution to not getting you know, what I mean is, yes, explore that. And also, if this is something that's just fun, right, and you want to try it, like, then approaching it in a way that, like I said, allows your wife to come on board. I mean, maybe it's, you know, you don't have to go, hey, I've been putting on underwear over the last two weeks, but you could go, hey, I had this little idea. Well, I would not I would be honest with mm. the impulse. Okay. Yeah, I personally, I would be like, hey, you know, this, this has kind of come up. And I have to say, I've tried it. And and I kind of liked it and I don't I have no idea what it means or where it's coming from. But I really want to go. I want you to be a part of this, you know, yeah. like of whatever's going on and whatever I'm whatever's blooming, you know. Uh, so I would just be honest with the where you where you are with the whole process. Yeah. And do you like wearing her underwear? I'm kind of curious. Oh, interesting. Because I'm like, there's something kind of sexy about that. I like the idea of, you know, or maybe you want your own. Well, you know, it's yeah, well, right. Because I, I was thinking about how I'll wear my guy's boxers, right? It's harder for him to maybe fit into my underwear, but <laughs> I can fit into his boxers, right? And there's, there's something about that intimacy, that shared <laughs> shared genital connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. And, yeah, but maybe you do want your own, too. Hmm. <laughs> They're so pretty. I want my own. Mail me some underwear, people. <laughs> <laughs> what girl doesn't like getting underwear? Oh, my underwear? God. Lingerie is so beautiful. Yep. Uh, okay, so that I think that's all my notes on, yeah. on B. Yeah. So I, Thank you for writing, and thank you for sharing with us. I think you're being honesty. honest. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. It's deeply satisfying. Actually, I love answering these questions. I love engaging with you guys. So 
Uh, I hope you're having fruitful holidays. If you're feeling pineful loneliness, listen to our Cuddle Sanctuary episode and get yourself a cuddle buddy. (laughs) (laughs) For real. (laughs) Uh Um, And if you want to have your questions answered on our next episode, we have uh, these episodes come out for the moment at the end of every month. And you can email us at advice at tatalksex.com. And um, in preparation for my trip to Europe, I would love to hear about any information you guys have read that has been really impactful for you about masculine and feminine. And if you have any suggestions, you can um, email me and contact me from my website at stephanieallen.com. And, uh, and and yeah, find us on social media, tatalksex.com. Sorry, <laughs> all <laughs> at, that dot com. I, that's no, just at tatalksex, Instagram, Twitter. We keep up pretty pretty regularly there with fun pictures and whatever is going on in production and post. Uh, so uh, it's been another episode of Ask TNA, episode 126, because sex isn't ever just about sex. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.